Welcome to Everybody Loves California Figs. This podcast features conversations with growers, chefs, retailers, dietitians, and more. Anybody and everybody who loves California figs. And that's a lot of people. California figs are growing in popularity due to their nutritional profile, versatile flavor, and overall deliciousness. Are you a fig fan? Then this podcast is for you. Our guest today is Elaine McGee, a registered dietitian with broad experience. Among her current roles, she is wellness corporate dietitian at Albertsons, one of the largest supermarket chains in the country. Elaine was recently named one of 10 dietitians making a difference by Today's Dietitian magazine a year ago, and one of 11 all-stars in the diabetes world by Diabetes Forecast magazine the year before. She was the nutrition expert and writer for WebMD.com for a decade and was the wellness performance nutritionist for Stanford University. For seven years, Elaine was a regular guest on one of the top radio morning shows in the country, and over her career, she's appeared on hundreds of radio and TV shows. She has written the syndicated column, The Recipe Doctor, and we'll hear more about that, and she's contributed hundreds of articles and recipes in national magazines. Elaine was also the consulting sports dietitian for the Oakland Raiders in 2015 and the San Jose Sharks in the National Hockey League in 2018. And with all that, she's the author of 25 books on nutrition and healthy cooking. I'm your host, Joel Hastings, speaking from California Fig Headquarters in Madera. Elaine McGee, welcome to our podcast, Everybody Loves California Figs. We're really honored to have you join us today. So happy to be here with you and to talk about figs. Why don't we get started by having you tell us a little bit about your position at Albertsons and the role of uh, registered dietitians in retail. Um, I've been there for over five years, and over those years, I've developed several programs for the company, um, like tours for people with prediabetes and diabetes. Uh, We had a tour and cooking class for people that have been newly diagnosed with heart disease. We had an amazing dietitian demonstration program where we actually demoed California figs, and we'll probably talk about that later, but um, some of those were obviously put on hold during COVID. Currently, I'm helping with several other new initiatives. But what I think so interesting about the role of dietitians in in supermarket and retail is it 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 can really vary based on the companies. Some dietitians have more clinical roles um, if their company has clinics, for example. Um, some do mostly media, and then in other retailers, there's they're more of an in-store dietitian model, for example, where they're interacting with shoppers continually through tours and demonstrations, events, um, those types of things. It's really a wonderful, wonderful area for dietitians to shine (laughs) in. Well, as we know, fresh produce and dried fruits are important in a healthy diet, and that's recently reaffirmed in the 2020 edition of the U.S. government's dietary guidelines. Tell us, uh, from your point of view, why fruits should be included in our diet. And, and in particular, of course, do California figs offer any special benefit? Um, why fruits should be included in our daily diet? One word, Joel, phytochemicals, which is a, a fancy name uh, for plant compounds. I wrote this book and it came out 2008 by Rodale and it's called Food Synergy. And it's, in, in that book, it's all about how components and foods 
Work Together in Our Body for Maximum Health Benefit. And I, I talk about that book because there's an appendix listing the different phytochemicals, plant compounds, their food sources, and potential health benefits. And this, mind you, was back in 2007. I refer to that table to this day, and it's full of amazing ways that these plant compounds help our body, boosting immunity, you know, helping us battle free radicals, the whole thing. A lot of those foods listed are fruits. <laughs> so that's why, that's why I refer to that. Um, the scientific evidence is overwhelming that fruits and vegetables provide a wealth of vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, antioxidants, and other substances that protect against a variety of conditions and chronic diseases. And that includes cancer, heart disease, cataracts, you know, etc. And in terms of figs, golly, they're loaded with antioxidant plant compounds that boost immunity and slow aging, prevent or reduce the risk of chronic diseases. They're loaded with minerals like calcium, potassium, and iron. They're also, I would call them, you know, fiber superstars with about three to five fresh or dried figs having about five grams of fiber. Now, a lot of this fiber is soluble and considered so, sort of a prebiotic, which helps create a healthy microbiome by promoting the growth of beneficial bacteria. So uh, lots, lots going on <laughs> with the benefits of fruit and, and figs just fit right in there as a superstar. Interested to hear you say the uh, talk about probiotics and the microbiome because that seems to be getting a lot of attention, uh, not only in the scientific press, but in the popular press these days, too. Yeah, it sure is. Not only through this past COVID year, but uh, in, in the times before that, what are some of the changes that you've seen in consumer buying habits uh, for fruits and vegetables? Well, I think just thinking this past year during the pandemic, there's definitely been a shift, I think, toward frozen, canned items, uh, dried fruit, things that people can have in their pantry to hold them over until the next shopping trip. Uh, whether online or in person, shoppers are, are definitely shopping more in fewer trips each week. But there's also, I think, a, a renewed interest in health and immunity in general. So I think shoppers are planning ahead with their meals several days at a time. They're making lists and checking it twice on, you know, based on what meals they want to prepare. They're preparing more of meals at home, obviously, by many of us still working at home. I think there's many, sometimes family members are, are hanging out at, the, at, at, a, at a certain house during the pandemic. So there's different people eating meals. So some of us are catering to different preferences or medical conditions of family members. All of this has been kind of going on. And, and I think a, some of these trends are, are going to stick, like cooking more at home, which I find super exciting. Um, also more family meals eaten together. That's an, an amazing, there's so many benefits when people eat their meals together as a family. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping those two in particular stay with us. Do you see uh, with families cooking at home, in effect, they are healthier meals with a broader array of, of uh, healthy foods? Definitely. I think research shows that to be true. 
But I think, you know, but I think people just being more interested in immunity, staying healthy, the pandemic has kind of focused on certain comorbidities, you know, like diabetes and, and obesity and things like that. And it's, it's just uh, more reasons for people to just be more aware and certainly eating more fruits and vegetables is key. Going into those, I'm somebody who shops once a week, um, takes my list, tries to plan ahead. And, uh, you know, the first place I go is the produce section. <laughs> and you do expect those trends to, uh, to stick with us as we, as, we, as we hopefully come out of this COVID situation. I mean, to some extent, yes. I think people are dying to go back to restaurants too, um, and and that's wonderful. But I think I think there's just people have gained more skills around and and knowledge around cooking at home, preparing foods for themselves, more skills around planning meals ahead. Um, they, maybe they've gotten the habit of having you know bags of seafood in their freezer for example um that that now they're in the habit of being able to pull out and and use for family meals all those types of things maybe new recipes they've enjoyed i've really i i kind of started in my personal brand instagram called the recipe doctor on instagram it's also on facebook as the recipe doctor but i've really taken this time during the pandemic to put out really positive posts uh, around recipes that are delicious, healthy, and easy. It has to be those three things or it doesn't make the cut. <laughs> it's got to be delicious, it's got to be healthy, and it's got to be easy. Um, so during this time, I've been posting videos and recipes and really trying to stay positive and inspire people and families to cook for, with, you know, for the family and have fun with it and even involve the kids when possible. I, I'm thinking some of that stuff will definitely be staying with us, Joel. Well, I'm glad you've referred to where folks can find more information about you and uh, your recommendations and your recipes at Recipe Doctor. Let's circle back to the supermarket. You mentioned uh, a moment ago that you'd been involved uh, with some sampling programs uh, in your stores and that you've worked with California Fresh and Dried Figs. What, what's been your experience there and what, what insights can you share with us? Wow. Well, we were super grateful to partner with California Figs on at least a couple occasions. This is pre-COVID, mind you, so this is when we're doing demonstrations live with our dietitians in 15 of our stores, you know, just really inspiring people, delighting people, surprising people, right, um, as they're shopping with samples, but also as we demonstrate how easy some of these things are. Well, one of them, um, I developed a, a fast fig flatbread, say that three times quickly, <laughs> And I'm telling you, it was one of our most successful demo samples ever. Everybody liked this flatbread and they could, they could see how easy it was because the dietitians were making it right in front of them. And then you get to taste. And what I love about this flatbread is you can use fresh or dried figs. So it's year round. We, I believe we did it when fresh figs were in season, so we were able to show both. But just as a description, it was you know, whatever flatbread you want. It could be a whole grain uh, or smart balanced or even gluten-free kind of tortilla or non-bread or whatever you wanted to use for your 
flatbread. Then there was like a garlic infused um, olive oil brushed on. You can use Gruyere cheese, Italian blend cheese, even brie, and then top that with the fresher dried figs that are sliced, some fresh arugula, and then topped off with a balsamic glaze. So super, super easy actually, but could be a meal or an appetizer. Anyway, it just kind of blew people's minds. But the bottom line is, Joel, that you that we're showing people all these different kind of exciting new ways to enjoy fresh and dried figs. And what we quickly realized is people like figs. They just need to be reminded about them. Some shoppers had forgotten how much they enjoy figs. And, and people need to think outside the Fig Newton box. <laughs> I mean, I think for a lot of people, that's their only experience with figs. Um, and to just know that there's this wonderful fresh fig season, and when they're out and you see them, buy them, right? And then we're going to show you and inspire you all these different ways to use them. So they were indeed inspired by the recipes. Um, we had other demos that were during the holiday seasons. And, and shoppers saw just how festive figs really are. People were surprised by how moist and yummy California dried figs are. Um, some didn't even know dried figs were in the dried fruit aisle. It's just not something they're necessarily thinking about. And we saw this across all age groups that some shoppers had never really been exposed to figs, even in California, even in our California locations. People hadn't even, you know, and for children, we would cut into the, we would obviously at the demonstration table have fresh figs cut open and they could see how beautiful they are inside. And just the idea that you can eat the whole fig, you know, skin and all, just pop it, pop it right there in, in your mouth. So I think there were some knowledge gaps. We realized many shoppers didn't know how figs are a great source of fiber and potassium, for example. Vegan shoppers loved that figs are a source of calcium. They were surprised to know there were different varieties of figs. Um, and even just giving comparison with, say, dates, that figs actually have less grams of natural sugar than dates do. And, you know, that was interesting to people. And I think people did need to hear about storage tips for fresh figs, you know, just so that when they buy that beautiful clamshell of fresh figs, they're going to enjoy every last one of them <laughs> because they're going to stay, stay good. Anyway, I hope that gives you some idea. Sure. And as you were, as we were speaking earlier, uh, before we recorded, you mentioned that you had, had kind of come to the realization about how good figs are a, a little bit later in your career, uh, like, like you, uh, maybe not like you, but I did grow up in, a, in the Northeast where figs weren't really common, particularly other than the Newton. And so uh, it's only more recently that I've really discovered how, how good can, figs can be, as you were just describing. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I call myself a new fig fan. And um, I'm almost 60, and I started experimenting with figs when the California fig people started talking to me about doing the demonstrations. So I thought, wow, I, I, and I've always loved a good fig Newton. And my husband was already a, a huge fig fan. I just started experimenting, and it kind of blew my mind. So I'm, I'm definitely a, a, like one of these new fig fans who discovered them three years ago, like in my you know, mid-50s, and have them on hand. Uh, all the time and can't wait for fresh fig season to start right around May. 
Everybody Loves California Figs is brought to you by the California fig industry. California has the perfect climate for growing figs, which is why 100% of dried and 98% of fresh commercially grown figs in the United States are from California. The California fig industry is passionate and takes the utmost care in growing, harvesting, and packaging the most sustainable, delicious fruit in the world. Figs are naturally sweet with no added sugar and provide five grams of fiber per serving. Look for California figs at your favorite restaurant or local grocery store in the produce or dried fruit aisles. For more information, visit CaliforniaFigs.com. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your work with uh, college and professional athletes. Uh, how have those nutrition programs evolved, and, and especially with regard to fresh and dried fruits? Well, I think there's more awareness around fruits and vegetables in general and with athletes. Antioxidant, anti-inflammatory benefits um, of certain foods. Um, I think that's that's definitely happening. You know, I've got some funny stories of just working with athletes at Stanford. Um, wonderful, fond memories. <laughs> There's one where I, I developed a green, a power green smoothie. And this recipe, by the way, is on my Instagram, The Recipe Doctor. I brought that same power green smoothie to the Oakland Raiders and the San Jose Sharks. It's just a great way to get dark leafy greens into some of these young athletes <laughs> that may not want to have spinach uh, any other way. But anyway, it kind of, this power green smoothie, it has mango in it and um, spinach and flaxseed and uh, pulpy orange juice and plain Greek yogurt, I have to say. Anyway, uh, it kind of has this kind of beautiful light green color to it. And I was doing samples at the football training table there. The quarterback at the time, you know, just kind of looked at me and said, I don't eat I don't eat green things, you know, kind of thing. And I said, okay, Kevin, now you close your eyes. Like this is your mother speaking, <laughs> close your eyes and taste this. And he did. And he's like, okay, it's really good. <laughs> That's one of my fun stories. And then I, um, the year that my first year with the trading table was Andrew Lux last year at Stanford and we were going for the Rose Bowl. So I developed this performance sort of premium granola using cranberries, dried cranberries in it. And this was, you know, I called it the Rose Bowl granola and we served, I made it in my home kitchen and brought it with me and served it, uh, you know, in our, in our sort of training up toward the Rose Bowl. And then a couple years later, the women's basketball team, which were, part of the training table that I was helping with, they had beaten UC Berkeley to win the Pac-12 championship that particular year. And Berkeley, which that's where I got my master's degree, I have to say, um, is blue, right? That's their color, blue and gold. So I developed a, a whole nother flavor just for them to celebrate their accomplishment. And it's the first one was cranberry pecan granola. So my blueberry granola was blueberry walnut granola. But anyway, that was super fun. They were excited that I developed this, this granola just for, to celebrate their, their win. Circling back to those of us who uh, are civilians, if you will, and uh, shopping and eating at home, we've all seen these trends about uh, us Americans being increasingly overweight with negative health impacts resulting, whether it's diabetes or even complications from COVID. What are, what are your keys to healthy and, and enjoyable eating today? Well, thanks for asking that. 
that gets me thinking back to one of my main reasons for being a dietitian, and that's because I believe in being healthy in mind, body, and spirit. The reason I say that is because the whole idea, concept of mindful eating is so important. You have to enjoy, and that's why the, the three pillars of the Recipe Doctor Instagram is finding the happy place between delicious, healthy, and easy. It has, it has to be enjoyable, right? It has to be delicious. It can't just be healthy. And your mind has to be healthy, which means you, it's, you want to be in a place where you have a healthy relationship with food, where you have a positive body image, you know, away from restriction and negative thoughts and things like that. So being mindful, mindfully eating means, you know, just really slowing down and paying attention when you eat, particularly with foods that have high enjoyment and low nutritional value. Um, really sort of letting that mint M&M, for example, melt in your mouth and really noticing the flavors and textures and not just kind of shoveling foods like that, right, in your mouth. Really listening to your body when it's truly hungry, listening to your body when it's comfortable, stopping, you know, at that point and asking your body kind of what does it feel like you know what what am i what sounds good right now and i just really believe in focusing on positive messaging so foods to add and that you enjoy and and that when you do that when you're focusing on what you would like to add foods that enhance your health that are enjoyable the rest kind of works itself out if that makes sense I would say if you said, okay, focusing on a daily basis of, of where can I add and enjoy fruits and vegetables at every meal if possible, whole grains, every chance I get, nuts and seeds on a weekly basis, I'm definitely focused on where can I add beans and legumes several times a week. I'm definitely adding seafood several times a week, especially during Lent, I have to say, and I'm doing a lot of... Um, fun like a seafood series on the recipe doctor in case that's interesting to anybody i just kind of really like to focus on that positive and having a healthy relationship with food away from restriction and and those sorts of things and i i think it, when you do that everything seems to work itself out well that's really uh, inspiring when we think about so many uh, lists that we hear about of bad foods and things we have to stop doing and things that we shouldn't be doing. Your, your positive attitude is really great. I should also add that one of my sort of favorite ways to look at sort of the way we eat is with that term food synergy. That is that book I, I talked about already, but I wrote for years and years, I've seen in the research, the way that these different components and foods work together uh, within the food, but also between different foods that where it's where we get, it's like two plus two equals four, um, where we, it's more than it, the package is the power, right? So the bottom line to that book, like I'll just share that with you is basically eat more whole foods, eat less processed foods, but it's also about food first and supplements second, because there's so many synergies within foods and between foods that we haven't even discovered yet. 
and sort of your best insurance policy to double down on food synergy is to eat, eat fruits and vegetables in its whole form and nuts and seeds and things like that. So for example, not taking the skin off of a tomato or a carrot or a potato and particularly an apple. There's lots of research around the plant compounds in the app skin complementing the plant compounds in the apple flesh. And the same goes, you know, there's definitely that going on with the potato. And so basically, you know, with an orange, eat, eat the orange. And when you're having the juice, definitely choose pulp if you can. So for that green smoothie, for example, Joel, I literally throw segments of orange instead of orange juice. If I have freshly squeezed pulpy orange juice, sure, that makes it easy. But often I'm just putting those orange segments right in and I'm creating my orange juice in that blender, if that makes sense. And then you're getting that pith that has plant compounds outside of the segment. You're getting the membranes of the segment and there's power in that. Anyway, I just wanted to add that a huge key to sort of my philosophy about nutrition. Well, we appreciate you sharing that with us. As we uh, come to the end of this episode, we always ask our guests this next question, and we love to hear their answers. And the question is, what are some of your favorite ways, or maybe your favorite way, to enjoy California figs, whether they're fresh or dried? You know, you're never too old to discover figs, because I'm, I'm an example of that. I have a, a lot of favorites, I have to say, and I already talked about the fast the fast fig flatbread, and I love just in general, including fresh and dried figs as part of cheese plates and charcuterie. It's just lovely addition. Instead of a fig jam, you see that a lot on, on cheese plates and charcuteries, but why not use the actual fig, right? So there's that. On my Instagram, not too long ago, I'm trying to think when this was, um, I developed an orange and fig flourless mini cake. And I'm telling you, the flavors come together perfectly. High antioxidants from the figs and the bittersweet chocolate that's used. There's minimal sugar and only smart fats. So check that out if anybody's on Instagram. I also did an overnight fig, figgy chia pudding that is, I make it periodically because I just love it so much. Obviously, as a topping on the flatbreads we've talked about, I even developed a baked apple cider and fig donut that's on my Instagram. Such a wonderful fall type of um, dish. Gee, um, here's something easy anybody can do. You don't even need the recipe. I developed a sweet and smoky fig bite. So you dip dried figs you know, their head, the round part goes into the melted dark chocolate. Then you dip them in chopped smokehouse type almonds. So that's where you get the sweet and smoky. Just delicious. What a beautiful, like, sweet ending to a meal. What a, what a fun snack. What a fun appetizer. Anyway, I hope that gets you thinking, but those are definitely some of my favorites. Well, they do sound delicious. Elaine McGee, thank you very much for telling us about the important role for registered dietitians, uh, not only in retail, but uh, kind of across our activities today, and for sharing with us your insights and the benefits and fun of California figs. It's my pleasure to be with you, Joel, and to share my love for California figs. Thank you very much, Elaine. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a good rating on your favorite podcast channel. And until next time, this is your host, Joel Hastings, for Everybody Loves California Figs.